Hey guys, welcome back to Who Hurt You. Happy Thursday. I am trying to enjoy the end of summer as much as I possibly can. It pains me to even say the words end of summer, but I'm a realist and according to my calculations, we are five days away from September 1st, which here in Jersey means colder weather is on the way and fast. I'm going to end up taking at least one vacation day to hit the beach before it's too late this morning it was like 64 degrees at 8 a.m it in the past has been like 80 already so that's when you know it's happening and that's when my seasonal depression will start to kick in I went to the beach this past Friday on my day off and it was beautiful I love the beach already a little chilly though which is what I'm saying I had goosebumps on my legs when it would get like too windy you know if you're sitting in your chair I was trying really hard not to be one of those people who cocoon themselves in their towels, but my skin also hasn't seen the sun in a while. I've literally not been able to get outside. It's making me so upset since summer is so close to an end. And I was an idiot that didn't put on sunscreen. Really stupid of me and not my usual mantra. I always, always, always have sunscreen on, but I didn't do it just this one time and I paid the price because my face got so burnt. It's peeling now. And I don't know if there's a worse place for your skin to peel than on your face. You can't see me, but I'm touching it right now. My nose be looking like straight Rudolph out here. I love Christmas, but I'm not that ready for Christmas. I don't need to look like Rudolph yet. Usually I look like him when it gets cold and my nose is like freezing outside and it turns bright red. I went to the beach with my family and we were there for so long that everyone was getting super hangry and started arguing over where we were going to get dinner real lot real real lot of fun we were having there this turned into an hour process before we even food like ordered the food and then it always takes around a half hour for the food to be ready to get picked up does anyone else's family do this because mine will literally sit there and bicker until someone just gets fed up enough and hungry enough that they're like fine just order whatever like I just want to eat but we ended up getting this cheesesteak pizza from one of my favorite pizza places down the shore and well worth the wait. The lactose intolerance issues that came with it were also worth it, I guess. I didn't really have a choice. I didn't have a lactate pill on me and I was starving, so I was going to eat it no matter what. I don't really know how to say no to pizza. It's just not in my vocabulary, unless it's bad pizza. Then that's a different story. I'll avoid it at all costs. I literally didn't eat pizza while I was in college because the pizza in state college is absolutely disgusting and not even pizza at all. I don't know how they can call it that on Saturday I let my already burnt self my crisp Rudolph nose sit by the pool for most of the day and that was a great yeah very very poor decision I did put sunscreen on this time but the damage was already done and I was trying to hide my face as much as humanly possible to avoid becoming more red and turning into a full-on tomato rather than just Rudolph it kind of worked not really I was like hiding my face but not enough you know you get the drift We also watched my sister's boyfriend and his race on Saturday. So he's a professional motocross rider, and I'm really not one for those types of sports, if we're being honest. But of course, we watch to support him. Like, I don't watch NASCAR. I've never watched these races on TV before. This one was in Tennessee. So we watched his race on TV, and they had so much rain down there that the pit was gruesome, like 
I can't imagine. I cannot imagine riding in those conditions. I don't think I could stay upright on a regular day, let alone this. I don't know how any of the riders could see anything in those types of conditions. There were so many bikes that were getting stuck in the mud and people just falling off left and right. It was insane. You couldn't see the numbers on the uniforms anymore because they were just covered from head to foot in muck. Like that's the best way I can explain it. Those bikes are so heavy too. If you get stuck, you have to be pretty lucky to recover at that point. Like it's a neat sport, but I would be terrified to do it. The goggles, like how do you drive and at the same time clear your goggles with your hand? Like I don't, I just, maybe I'm just not coordinated. I don't know. I have zero balance, so I probably suck at the sport. I've been on the back of a street bike multiple times and it was a ton of fun. Like I love riding on the back of one, but I don't think I'd ever want to drive one myself. Actually, I know for a fact I would not want to drive one of those things myself. I'd probably hurt myself and it would just be a lot of damage and nothing good could come of it. So I'll just stick to being on the back. Like that's one thing I'm fine. Just set me back there and you go, you, you do you. I remember when I was on them, we would be on a turn and I'd feel like I was going to fall off of the bike, just holding on to the back because he'd be like, okay, like we're turning. You need to like lean with me. And I literally thought I was going to fall off and like die every single time. So I can't imagine what it feels like to fly around those sharp bends by myself or to launch myself in the air on those jumps that they do. Like how, how do you mentally convince yourself to do that? That's that's my biggest, like, I don't, I, I wouldn't be able to mentally. I couldn't do it physically. No balance. I'm just a 10 out of 10, not going to be there. Like I would literally be negative points in that race. So after the race later that night, I went to grab dinner with one of my best friends and we had a great time, obviously best friends, just catching up for a couple hours. Like I need that in my life. If we can't go out, out, at least we can get dinner and drinks somewhere. Thank the heavens. We both ordered a drink And then we saw on the menu that they had something called coxicles. Yes, you heard that right. They were called coxicles and they were alcoholic popsicles and all these different flavors. And it immediately grabbed my attention. I had seen something online about this, but I totally forgot about it, that we were going there. Obviously, we had to try them and they were amazing they were so good best thing I've ever had at this restaurant like I've been to this restaurant multiple times I worked there for a little bit and there's not a single thing on that menu that's better than these coxicles like best invention they've ever had I swear to goodness we both ended up getting the strawberry daiquiri flavored ones it was so good it was the kind of good that I could have had like four more they are dangerous That's what I will say. So dangerous. Those are the types of drinks that taste so good, you don't realize how drunk you are until it's too late. That if we could have taken a box of them home, like I'd be whacked, whacked out of my mind, wouldn't be good for anyone. So we stuck with one. (laughs) It would not be safe for me to buy them for my own household because it would be a treat. And I'd be like, oh, it's okay. You can have just one more what's one more? One more is, you know, the entire box is finished before you know it and I'm on the floor unable to move. So we're going to avoid those. I, the other flavors that I saw was margarita, but I had a margarita with dinner, so I didn't want to get that kind. But if the strawberry daiquiri one was that good, they all must've been that good. Oh oh my God. I'm going to have to get more before the end of the summer. Okay. Last idiotic Julia move of the week before we get into the good stuff. I just bought a pair of NMDs, which are like training shoes by Adidas, and I love them. They're beautiful, but I'm trying to break them in 
because I wore them to the gym the first day I got them naturally and they completely made the back of my heels bleed and I had blisters which I'm just prone to blisters I swear in general but so I wore these I'm trying to break them in they're definitely not running shoes but I was only going a mile and I figured I'd be able to make it you know it's just a mile not that I've run much more than a mile anyways and it probably helped get them into shape that's what I was like if I'm running in them they'll like bend and everything will be good I I could not be more wrong my sneakers are all white and beautiful and now they are stained with blood from the back of my ankles because they caught me open worse than I already was and I am highly upset but I can't be upset at anyone other than myself for deciding to run in NMDs like an idiot so good job me if you're looking for new workout apparel check out Acta Acta is a really great company so with every purchase, you get to choose one of the four charities they support that you want a portion of your purchase to go towards. The four charities they work with are water, mental health, child sex trafficking, and hunger. Plus, for the time being, COVID-19 is also one of their charities. You can check out their website to learn more about it, but I really, really love this brand because of the work they do and the impact that they're able to have within the community. I think it's so unique and different from a ton of other companies that are out there. You can use my code Julia385 to get 15% off of any purchase. Feel free to reach out if you want any more information on them or if you have questions on how to find them, but if you just Google Acta or you put acta.com, it'll bring you right to their website. Also, a quick shout out today. I'm recording on Wednesday night, super late, <laughs> absolutely procrastinated this week so terribly, but I have to say it's Wednesday and today is International Dog Day. So shout out to Barkley. I'm the worst dog mom. I didn't know it was International Dog Day, obviously, like a month ago, no one knew. And I scheduled his vet appointment for today. So we went to the vet and he did great. He didn't bark. He didn't cry. I wasn't allowed to go back with him because of everything with COVID. Like the doctor called me afterwards to talk to me about everything that they saw with him. But he did great. He was supposed to be sleepy after the visit and he's not sleepy. He's running around like his normal self. He absolutely hates the vet though. So I'm so proud of him. He was great. Love that little man. He's my fave little bug. Okay. Insecurities. Everyone has them. I know I do. I know my friends and family do. It's an unavoidable concept. The most beautiful and famous people in this world have things about themselves that they don't necessarily like and they wish they could change. Run that through your brain. Like, who is your favorite anything? Let's see. Everyone, so many people love Beyonce. Beyonce has insecurities, guys, and I'm pretty sure she's talked about them before. It's just a part of life and it's what makes us human. What we don't have to do is let the insecurities hurt us. Who hurt you? Not my insecurities. Mm -mm. My insecurities are motivators to being a better person and yours should be too. It's like the best, it's the best motivation, honestly. No one's perfect. It's impossible. That's one of the first things you have to get through your thick skull. If you strive for perfection in everything you do, you're going to come up short somewhere. Like it's a, a it's inevitable. It's going to happen. No one is 100% accurate at everything. The best athletes in the world aren't even 100% accurate. Look, everyone loses a game. Everyone misses a catch. They miss the goal. Like Everyone struggles somewhere at some point in their life, and you're no different from that. Something I've been told lately <laughs> is that you should be your number one hater. 
It sounds super weird. If you're trying to build yourself up, why, you ask, why would you also hate yourself? It's not that you hate yourself, okay, but that you accept that you have flaws and that you're just, you're okay with them. You acknowledge it. If you know and understand your flaws, people can't use them against you, right? You're already working on them. If you hate them and you're working on them, then you won't be offended if someone picks on them. It's like, yes, bitch, my nail beds suck, but I get a manicure weekly to fix the problem. My pores are huge, but I'm working with a new facial product to minimize them. Really pulling my inner love for mean girls right now. So, Maybe your pores don't suck, but Regina George's do, and she's the most popular girl in school. You can't sit with us on Wednesdays if you're not wearing pink. Does she let anyone else know that she thinks her pores are huge? Fuck no, she doesn't. Channel your inner Regina George, not the bitchy, catty, plodding Regina, but the high on self-confidence that she's going to rock that neck brace to the spring fling, no problem. Be the Gretchen Wiener that can kick the boombox directly into her man's head in front of the entire school and continue doing the dance to Jingle Bell Rock. That girl is in there somewhere. I know she's in you. She's in me. She's in you. She's in everyone. You just have to coax her out of her little shell and you can do it. I used to be the shyest girl in school, literally. I don't think I spoke more than five words throughout a class period unless called on by the teacher. And even that was like pulling for, it was like pulling teeth to get me to speak. I was never one to speak up and talk over people. I still don't really do that or have an outburst during the class or start up a conversation with someone new. Like, you know, those kids who would just start talking while the teacher is talking. Like I could never do that. And That girl, that shy girl, she's still in me, but she's changed. She's grown to be more confident and own her personality and use it to her benefit. Because why not? Like, what are you preventing yourself from doing that for? I'm literally talking about myself in the third person. It needs to stop. Point being, it didn't happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. It never will. But it did happen. And that's the important thing. So that's what you need to look for. If you're putting in the work, it's going to work out. For me, it was going away to college, hours away from home and being alone. There was a choice I had to make. It was either stay quiet and live life in a sheltered, more reserved type of way or learn to be outgoing and create a life that was going to be exhilarating and spontaneous and energetic and full I chose the latter, and by doing so, I put the insecurities in a little box in the corner under my bed and didn't open it again. It's still sitting there. It's collecting all the dust bunnies somewhere in the abyss, somewhere in that freshman Julia college dorm room in Beaver Hall, Penn State. It's out there somewhere, and we're not going to let them come back out. Once you put them away, it doesn't mean that they go away forever, but I have them tucked in this neat little box and we're going to try and leave them there. It's a work in process all the time. Trust me, I still have insecurities. If you think I don't get anxiety every single Thursday morning that I release a podcast, when I wake up knowing that a new episode of this podcast was released and people are listening to me drone on about who knows what that week, then you are wrong. The anxiety is still there, but the caring what people think, that's gone. My viewpoint on life in general has totally changed, and choosing to do what makes me happy is my decision. But trust me, guys, when I wake up tomorrow morning, when you guys are listening to this currently, you can just picture me having like 
a mini internal anxiety attack about the fact that you are sitting there, maybe in your car, maybe in your bedroom, maybe in the gym, listening to my voice. And that freaks me out. But you do what makes you happy. And that's the choice that you make. It's so cliche, but you only get one life. So live it the best way you know how. If you have trouble with putting yourself out there, try to think of something that you love and then find a club for it. This is what I did. You're bound to meet people who have the same passion as you. And that that right there, that could lead to an easy friendship. That's the best thing to do. That's why I kind of like, I go to the gym all the time and I feel like the people in the gym would be people that I would get along with because we enjoy the same things. We enjoy fitness. We enjoy being healthy. So like, that's how you would create a bond. While I was in school, I did a lot of community service, including THON, which is an event held at Penn State raising money and awareness for childhood cancer with the Four Diamonds Fund. If you don't really know much about it, you should totally look into it. It's an amazing, amazing charity and foundation. It's a great time for the kids, FTK. It's it's awesome. I can't say enough good things about it. I was also a teaching assistant where I made good friends. They were like people in my same major, so that's always helpful. And honestly, like we would have meetings together and then we'd be in classes together and hold office hours together. And you just become friends when you spend that kind of time with someone. I joined a sorority. I ended up being the president and creating lifelong friendships there. I was always busy, which I loved. And this is how I met new people and came out of the shell that I had put myself in when I was younger. And don't get me wrong. In high school, I did stuff like I had I still have like my close-knit group of friends there's like five of five or six of us I can't count in my head right now that are still super close and talk all the time and hang out all the time but outside of that like I did different things in high school I was in different clubs I was doing different organizations community service things like that where I made friends but in the physical aspect of putting myself out there in a classroom or in a group of people it was a lot harder for me to do than it is now Like, if you like to play tennis, find a group that gets together regularly to play. Or maybe you like to run and you can join a running club. I know people that I work with do that. If you're into art, there's plenty of groups that work together to inspire or like go to the art museum and meet people there. Like, just start talking to people. You would be surprised how easy it is to start talking to someone that you have similar interests with. Or maybe you just like to read and you want to join a book club. Anything you enjoy, other and people out there enjoy it too. So put in a little bit of research, find the right fit for you. Friends of friends, that's a good way to meet people. Pre-COVID, so many people would decide to stay in rather than going out with their friends. I was never this person. I'm the kind of person that gets FOMO and I don't want to miss out on plans ever. So I really hope COVID changes this perspective in people because personally, my motto is I can sleep when I'm dead. And I know not everyone operates like that. Maybe it's not the healthiest thing in the world, but COVID really has shown what you miss out on when you're forced to stay in the house. But when you choose to stay home and all of your friends are going out and doing things, not necessarily just going to a bar, but any kind of plan, like maybe you're going to top golf or something for the night, by not going, you are missing out on potentially meeting new people. You could have met Jenna's best friend from summer camp you've never met before and missed out on making a new friend. So 
think that way. I know some people are like, ah, no new friends, no new friends. I'm good. But like, you do need to meet new people in, in this world, even if you don't have to be the best of friends with them, but it's good just for like socializing to talk to someone new. Insecurities are so common in men and women and it needs to be normalized. I feel like it's more normalized in women at this point, but I know a lot of men who deal with the same type of issues and they're just not as able to cope with it because it's perceived as them being less masculine, which is not true. Men can see therapists too, okay? Like they need it. Women drive them crazy just as much as men drive women crazy. It works both ways. Like just as much as Jenna is complaining about Johnny, like Johnny is complaining about Jenna. It's a two-way street. And maybe, just maybe, if we normalize this, communication would get better and relationships wouldn't be so damn difficult. It's not the cure for all, but it could be the cure for some. Let's just think on that for a little. That's just a girl talking who attracts insecure men. I was recently asked if I like bad boys. And my response was that, honestly, I don't think it's bad boys, okay? I'm not, like, into that whole deal. Somehow, I end up with men who are too insecure with themselves to date me, and I've accepted it. At this point, I've accepted it, but insecurity is something we all have. Like, not just women have it, not just men. We all have it, but you can't let it affect your relationships with other people, Until you deal with your own issues, you cannot fully give yourself to someone else and you can't force someone to face their demons. That's the other thing. You can't force anyone to do anything. It has to be a choice that they're willing to make. And truthfully, not everyone is ready for that battle. It's hard. Changing the only opinion of a piece of yourself that you've ever had is not an easy feat, but it's a big win when you do do it. Being happy with you is the most important thing you can do for yourself. Let's be real. If you're not happy with you, you're not going to be happy with anything. So my best advice would be to make fun of yourself and be real and being okay with it. Then when other people do it, this goes back to the hating yourself first. When other people make fun of you, it won't hurt as much. It's a weird method, but an effective one. Don't just make fun of yourself in the mirror like, ha ha ha, and then turn around in real life and let people hit you where it hurts. Like, I don't want to see that bullshit. I want commitment. I want commitment to the acceptance of self-love and to love yourself is to laugh at yourself. Like, if you can't laugh at yourself, then what are you doing? I'm personally great at this. I'm very, very good at it. I will pride myself on that because I have so many younger siblings that all roast me on the daily guys like every day I'm roasted for something else and for some reason I end up being the one getting roasted with my friends too like I I just can't escape it it's because I can take it like I've been warped into this human that is fine with whatever insult you throw at me especially in my group that's like my big brothers they know I'll laugh with them and hit them right back so they hit me like they throw the punches and I'm not I'm not joking with you like they throw the hardest punches and I'll just be like yeah you're right like what am I and then get them for whatever it is that they're doing I know we tend to focus on physical insecurities but that's not the only type it could be that 
you feel that you're not smart enough. Maybe you don't think you're funny enough or just not worth it in general, which you are. You can work to rid yourself of these thoughts. Maybe you just need to work through with a therapist. Like that is honestly one of the best ways. It takes work though. And you have to be ready to show up for yourself every single day. If you're not showing up, no one else will. Like you have to do it for you and you have to want to do it for you. Let's all work to channel our inner Michael Scott and just not give a flying shit in the world how people perceive us. Maybe reel it in a little bit more than Michael, but embrace all that Michael is. He's a lot, but we love him. Like he is the epitome of owning himself. He did Scott's tots and he went into that classroom and he still acted like he was going to give them a college tuition, even though he gave them what, like notebooks. (laughs) If he can be so secure in himself and be such a character that he is, we're all a character. We're all little weirdos running around and we know it. So just be that person. Be Learn to be happy with who you are. I think we all need to go get our nails done or maybe a massage. I hate massages, so I'm going to opt out on that one or possibly even a wild night out. (sighs) That last one's going to be a wee bit harder to attain at the moment, but we can have a wild night in with our friends and that will have to do in the current climate. You don't want to be the next Bryce Hall. On second thought, Maybe just go pet your dog instead. That sounds like a safer bet. I made my little brother put on the Bryce Hall YouTube video of his 21st birthday party just so I could see what happened, but it literally wasn't even an exciting video. There were more exciting videos surfing the web, the World Wide Web, the internet, than there were on that YouTube video. Like, I swear he just made it to show everyone in the world that he tested negative for Corona post shenanigans and that he even got a Corona test done before the party like maybe that was filmed after Bryce we don't know how are we supposed to know as always thank you guys so much for hanging out with me this week Thursdays may give me anxiety just a smidge but they're also my favorite it's so much fun I'm challenging you to make at least one day this weekend a self-care day it doesn't matter when or what just do at least one thing that makes you happy and allows you to feel good about yourself. You're freaking awesome, okay? And you deserve it. I think I'm going to do a face mask. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow night. Wearing a mask to the gym all the time and sweating in it is really starting to cause my mask knee to break out, like, you know, mask knee, like, in your cheeks and your chin where you're wearing the mask because of all the sweat that's in there. And it's no bueno, We don't want it here. I'm going to have to figure out a way to make that go away and stop from forming on my face. But honestly, I don't think that there's really a solution. If you have a solution, please let me know your best advice on that one. It's just something we're all going to have to deal with until this whole thing is resolved. When will it end is the question we ask every single day of our lives. I don't know. How many licks does it take to get to the end of a Tootsie Pop? Does the groundhog ever actually see its shadow? Is a fish wet or dry when it's underwater? The world may never know. Sorry. Tangent. (laughs) I'm actually not sorry at all. I'm just giving you a glimpse of what goes on in my mind on a daily basis. Woo! You've seen it here first, folks. All right. I'll let you go. Have a fantastic weekend. Be safe and be fun. 
Don't forget to follow my personal Instagram, juliac13, and my podcast, Insta, for all the updates. That one is who underscore hurt you. I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.